I would like to introduce everybody to, amazingly, because she likes spending so much time outside and in the mountains and, and with all the woodland creatures, oh, no. the anti-Disney princess, and that is McCall Taylor. Hello. AJ and McCall on VFX, because you have just not had a good week with animals. Oh. With all of them? No, a handful. Oh. I'm sure your dogs yeah. and you My are dogs fine. Are great. My dogs are great. I'm fine. But big old deer decided to sideswipe your car, and today, Stupid well, deer. something else added to the lore of your anti-Disney princessness. I may have done a little, like, thump-thumping and may have thump-thumped directly over top of a skunk. It was just chilling in the bushes. I saw its little beady eyeballs, and I was like, don't do it, man. Don't do it. And it was like, I'm going to do it. I was like, don't do it. And then it ran out in front of me and I was like, well, you're going to get smashed. I can't, I can't swerve. There's a car coming the opposite direction. So I'm sorry. And then I thought about it the whole rest of the way in. I mean, you can't do anything about it in that situation. I know. It's all completely understandable. I do appreciate McCall and I both got out of our cars at the exact same time. Yep. And McCall was like, I may or may not have hit a skunk. And then right as she finished that sentence, the wall of stink hit me right yep. in the face. I was like, oh my gosh, that's terrible. Yep. Oh. You know, the good thing is, is that I put my little recirculation button on. Right. So the smell didn't really come in the car. That's good. But, and then I was like slightly nervous because, you know, one of the symptoms of coronavirus is that you can't smell anything. And so then as we were driving, I was driving and I was like, I can't smell a skunk. And then I was like, wait, oh, wait, I pushed that. All right. Okay. It's fine. It's supposed to be like that. Okay. We're good. <laughs> then I grabbed my coffee and I sniffed it and I was good. So whatever. I, I might take that trade off today in all honesty. I've wondered why McCall's parked in the farthest part of the parking lot. And she normally parks over in that vicinity. But I was like, why is McCall parked all the way over there? <laughs> because and then it smells like, like skunk. Oh, yep. I got it. Yep. I and it's it. on the driver's side. I can't also, wait. I can't so, wait till everybody gets here and see how many people decided to park next to you or not. And I'm hoping the parking lot looks like it doesn't a cartoon where we're oh all jammed gosh. over here to the right side and that, then you're over there on the left by yourself. Oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> I mean, maybe McCall, that's your solution to never getting door dinged. Yeah. Just keep hitting skunks. Yeah. I would hope, like, not intentionally. I'd, I'd hate to hear a story that McCall's car basically got turned into Veered an off-road, off yeah, skunk murdering machine. No. But you know, don't worry, that wouldn't be that wouldn't be the case. That wouldn't be the case. <laughs> it would keep people away. Is all I'm gonna say. I just was like, I don't know. I was, I, 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 I thought that I telepathically did a good job of warning said skunk. You tried to get the heck you out of the try. road, and I, I just didn't. It just didn't happen. I did my best. <laughs> You've heard of uh, tarot card readings, palm readings, future prediction. Well, this is the 21st century. What the heck do your most frequent emojis <laughs> say about you? Oh, boy. AJ McCall at VFX. It's the 21st century. Now, granted, you could still do the tarot and you could still read the palm and you can still get your fortune told. Of course. I'm, I'm for it. Of course. But this is the 21st century. What the heck do your most frequent emojis say about you? <laughs> So You're ridiculous. <laughs> I don't use a ton, McCall. Surprise! But my most frequent emojis would include the hand clap, the middle finger, the <laughs> winky face, okay. and also the peace sign. Huh. So what do my most emojis say about me?
Uh, you only use them in dramatic situations. That is true. Period. You're not wrong with that for emphasis. Yeah. Would you like to guess what my number one emoji is? It's the cat one, The right? laughing, crying cat emoji yeah, is my number one. Because McCall uses them all the time. Yeah. And it's really funny because I ended up texting somebody uh, the other day. Yeah, it's been, it doesn't matter. Anyway, I texted them and I responded with a laughing, crying emoji that was the cat one. And they were like, who the H is texting me? Oh my gosh, a cat emoji. It's McCall. <laughs> It's a fair guess. So it's a fair guess because I don't I don't have anyone else that uses those. Yeah. But so no. I I did the laughing crying cat emoji. I got the double heart one, the pink double heart one, which I always respond for like stuff on social media usually. A smiley, just a smiley emoji. So what do your most frequent emojis say about you? Hard eyes, and then the stars, like the magic stars. Yes. Bing. Ah. Uh, Contrary to uh, consistent belief somehow around my inner circle, I'm a happy person. I'm a pretty nice person. AJ, watch yourself. So sometimes oh uh, the best gosh. of intentions can Stop go it. the wrong How way. How dare you? How dare you? I'm just kidding. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes the best of intentions uh, can go the wrong way. Like when you try not to answer your questions, uh-huh. going to hurt so much feelings. Or you try to propose and then maybe burn the house down. Oopsie doopsie. Now let's be honest, McCall. Okay. Neither of us is engaged. Correct. You were once upon a time and yes. the romantic gesture was at Popev. Popev! AJ and McCall on VFX for the Beezer Lock and Key debate at eight. But That's generally. Been seven years ago. Yeah, right. Eight it's been, years it's been, a, been a minute. Eight years. Wow. The idea would generally be to come up with some kind of gesture, maybe big, maybe not, but something of just really impactful. emotional, impactful, impactful moment, right? Yeah. So a guy in England decided. He crushed it. He's going to propose to his girlfriend. Congratulations already. <laughs> so what he wanted to do is he, you know, I don't know if you heard, England not doing so hot. In the age of Rona. Really? I did not know that. Parts of them have gone back to lockdown. Hmm. Yeah, I did not know that. Difficult, I think, to go out and be like, all right, I'm going to plan this big romantic gesture. (laughs) Hey, we're going to a concert. It's public, right? You can't do (laughs) a whole lot. Right. So he decided, all right, I'm going to have a nice, intimate moment in our apartment. This could be beautiful. It could be at work or wherever she was. I've got the whole day. So he bought a bunch of candles and a bunch of balloons. Does it say what kind of candles? Like, did they have smelly goods or were they just like... Not not really important. It doesn't say. Okay, not important. Anyway, just wanted to know the aroma. Trying to get in there, in the headspace. Got it? Got it. <laughs> Fair. That's reasonable. Thank you. He set up all the balloons, lit all the candles. It's 60 balloons and 100 candles is what he got. He's got, it's all perfect. I'm sure there was flowers, the whole nine, okay. maybe a bottle of something, chill, dinner. He's got the whole Lovely. thing played, right? It's yeah. going to be a beautiful evening. Yeah. So then he, he sets it all up. And he decides instead of having her come back, you know, you don't want to draw any suspicion, but like, hey, babe, you need to come home like now, like now he's going to go get her, goes and gets her. He left everything lit. Comes back. Apartment's got, on fire. It got real lit. <laughs> Apartment's on fire. <laughs> you Like, okay, okay, okay. Did he blow up the balloons like with, with oxygen from his breath or did he blow it up with like i'm assuming it was helium because like last i checked i'm pretty sure helium is not not like 
fire resistant. I don't think so. Pretty sure it's a little bit flammable. He spent two weeks planning to burn the apartment down. No, when they were heading back, they were met there by the fire department. They burnt down the entire, nobody was hurt, apartment, gone. Gone. Oh my gosh. Like, okay. Lesson number one. I don't think you're old enough to get married. If you think that you can light a hundred candles and leave the house. He's 26. I stand by what I just said. I don't think that this guy mentally is old enough to get married. Because, oh my gosh, you should know better than to light. You, you, you don't leave the house if your oven is on. No, you're not supposed to. I like barely leave the house if the crock pot is on. I was just going to say, it does. I, it gives me pause sometimes. Yeah. It was on yesterday while Ashley and I were both out of the house. Yeah. Slight worry. Little I've bit. seen This Is Us. Little I know bit. what happens. Oh, jeez. Hashtag spoilers. If you haven't seen it by now, it's been like three years, okay? <laughs> Get with it. Hey, would you like to know the good news? What? She still did say yes. Oh, that's good. That is good. I'd Congratulations, like, I'd like you guys. to think he was able to turn a phrase and said, you know what? This is what my life looked like before you came along. And this is also the passion that I have for you. Will you be my wife? And then she said, I don't got any stuff, so I guess. <laughs> I'd like I mean- to insert the disgust again that I felt yesterday when you said that. Oh. What is he supposed to say? You got to turn a frown upside down. I'm sure he was probably like, oh my gosh, is our rental insurance going to cover us burning down the apartment? Actually, he's 20, uh, he's, he's 27 or however old he was, and he just lit 100 candles and left. He probably doesn't have renter's insurance. It's fine. <laughs> hey, producer Brad said yesterday in the after show that he'll leave with the crock pot or the oven on. So, you know, why don't you, why don't you channel that energy into someone who's a little bit older than 26 and let him have it? Um... I'm not necessarily as worried about producer butters because he doesn't cook frequently. (laughs) 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 It's okay. By the way, this was all part of a debate a date where yesterday McCall and I may or may not have come to the conclusion. May just not be worthy to get married. Yep. Now I know that I'm I'm texting my mom right now, so I'm sure she's she's dialed in. So can't wait for that phone call. I'm waiting. We got about three (laughs) Two, one. AJ McCall on VFX. McCall's the keeper of the stories. Let the record show one of the times, one of the times when I was uh, filling in and AJ was uh, was on your team, I was like, all right, story number two. So this guy was in uh, blah, 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 blah. It said Florida police chief or something on his badge. I didn't realize it. Dead giveaway, right? Oh, yeah. That was me. 100%. All right, let's get the three headlines. Okay. So we got headline number one, which involves... A ridiculous lady that got arrested after she towed her son and his friend home from a long bike ride by using a towel as a tow line. (laughs) Her son fell off and got run over by his friend. Oh, no. I'm still laughing. I can't stop. I can't stop laughing. (laughs) That is not cool. Okay, stop. That is not funny. (laughs) There's story one. Then we got story number two, which involves a lady flipping out at a Burger King because she couldn't get a burger at 9 a.m. People. That's pretty set. Like, it's morning. I, I thought it was kind of ingrained into us what it was. Like 1030 is the cutoff, right? We all knew that? Yeah. We knew that. That's for fast food breakfast. For for Burger King especially. Yeah. 
We, Darn you, AJ, Burger King. The AJ and McCall show absolutely know when the Burger King cutoff is. It's a whole thing. I am I am still upset. It's a whole thing. I am still upset. <laughs> so there's story two. And then we got story number three, which involves a guy that got busted for drunk driving on the highway. On a lawnmower. Oh, thank goodness. Less likely to do damage. Because what would what would <sighs> Florida or not be without a lawnmower drunk driving story? Right? Right. See, that's definitely southern, but is it Florida? tough look i'm be honest with everybody right now i have partaken in a few adult beverages once or twice that's false aj and mccall at vfx and never have i ever been like let's get the lawnmower get on the highway where does that urge come from you know i just i i i cannot tell you i have no idea we'll see if that's the florida story and on the subject of lawnmowers, Lindsay. I'd like to think that you could get a little bit of a oomph out of it. Then it would be worthwhile to actually drive the darn thing. So how fast does your lawnmower go? Uh, as fast as my husband and son push it. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> I'm, I guess, not very fast then. No. <laughs> right? But you know what, though? The uh, Burger King, they actually do sell Whoppers in the morning. That's what's weird. I didn't know that. They I do. Guess, I guess I really haven't had an inkling to go get a Whopper and, you know, before <laughs> before I've made a terrible life decision. So, all right, right. Let's, go, <laughs> let's go through these three stories here, Lindsay, see if we can get you a prize. Okay. So we got story number one, which involves a mom. A mom who was trying to take her son and their friend home after they had had a very long bicycle ride. Now, when they got tired on this trip home, the boys called the mom. Mom was like, yeah, I'll give you a lift back. Here, hold on to this, uh, hold on to this towel because, you know, we don't have a... We, we we don't have any sort of like a toe strap or anything. So they put the towel on the car's rear hatch, which would serve as a tow line for the kids to hold on to while they sit at the top of their bikes. However, as described in the criminal complaints, her invention failed when her son lost grip on the towel and he fell off. The boy's friend then proceeded to run his pal over with his bicycle. I mean, there was nothing he could do. So the com- the the complaint did not reveal the ages of the boys or whether they suffered any injuries. I'm like, assuming they're young, in which case they bounce back from anything. They fall fine. down the stairs and they're fine the next day. Totally fine. Yeah. Anyway, their story number one. They're destructible. Come on, guys. Tell line. <laughs> story number two. 41-year-old lady whose name is, I'm not kidding, Sunny Beach was arrested on Monday after she flipped out at Burger King because they wouldn't give her a burger at 9 in the a.m. <laughs> I I just... Uh, people, like, you're not that important. Also, who, period. did you really... Did you did you need a burger that bad? Like, I get cravings and stuff, but did you really need one? This reminds bad? me of the story yesterday that we had from the guy in South Jordan that was like, I'm going to fight everybody because I want a McDonald's hamburger. He had a van. He could have gone through the drive-thru. Anyway, we're not talking about that one. She, um, The employees told her, we're not serving lunch yet. And so she started yelling at swearing. It's not clear if she got physical. Someone ended up copying the, calling the cops. Eventually, she left, but the police tracked her down nearby. She didn't get too far because she was walking. And she got arrested because she had an outstanding warrant from a previous incident. So what they is- took her straight to jail. What an idiot! Karma. Yep. Yep. And then we got story number three, which involves a guy that got pulled over last week for drunk driving on the highway on a riding lawnmower. It turns out he had several past DUI convictions, so he was like, well, if I drive a lawnmower, this should solve it. It didn't. <laughs> you still can't uh, operate like vehicles and stuff. Man. <laughs> oh, it's not a car. It's fine. He got hit with two 
Two <laughs> felony charges. Oh my gosh. Man, he was he was going under the fifty five mile an hour speed limit. I, I, probably good. You don't say. Probably good being toasted and going underneath fifty five. So there you go, Lindsay. Three crazy. He should have been impeding traffic. Probably. Well, maybe he was rolling on the shoulder. He's like, you know what, this gravel's overdue for a good trim. <laughs> Something. Um I want I'm leaning towards two or three. Maybe three. I'm not sure. I mean, three, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. Three is south. It's just, do we think it's Florida? Because three is um, absolutely south. I can guarantee that. Yeah. I'm kind of feeling it also. I mean, the, the fact that the girl's name was Sunny Beach, because I didn't know that. The ironic names, usually they're pretty consistent in Florida. But we did have a, I mean, we had the Burger King story. Or, well, it was McDonald's yesterday. That was in South Jordan. Yep. So fast food has not necessarily been restricted to, obviously, Florida. Yeah. Just gut feeling. I'm with you if you're feeling three. I'm feeling three, two. Okay, let's do it. Three, two. That's only confusing. So three, two (laughs) to find the number one right answer. Is it story number three? (laughs) Is it it the drunken lawnmower, McCall? It is, Lindsay. Congratulations. (laughs) We've got a prize for you. Just hang on the line for just a second. We'll grab some info from you, okay? All righty. The drunken lawnmower sounds like a bar exclusively for a landscapist. They just go after work and like, oh my gosh, Mrs. Jones's lawn, all that crabgrass. I'm going to need a double. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel for them, too. Mm-hmm. I hated managing my yard when I was in New Mexico. Congratulations to Lindsay. She wins Florida, not on VFX, but you know, it doesn't stop there because no. it's Thursday, McCall. Yeah. Uh, and you know what? You just look like you could use a little bit of this. You're just really bummed about those fast food stories. I could see it in your face. Totally. So I say we double up. In the first time ever, it's the silver linings of the double fast food capers from today and yesterday. Okay. Because maybe or maybe not, who's to say? Who knows? We may have a little experience in dealing with that. I, yeah. We do. Totally. That's for silver linings in like six minutes on VFX. First, it's Dua Lipa. And in a past life, in multiple past lives, McCall worked in fast food. And in the first time ever for VFX's silver lining, doubling up on two Florida Not Stories. Today's the lady who attacked someone because she couldn't get a Whopper at nine in the morning. Yesterday down in South Jordan, the story was the guy who didn't want to go through the drive-thru in a vehicle. Yep. And then broke in and attacked people. I'll just make my burger myself. So we're lining McCall. At least both those restaurants, they stuck to the rules. Yeah. Don't you let anybody tell you how to live your best Mm -mm. life. Okay? Mm -mm. Silver lining. They got food eventually. (laughs) Silver lining. I think it's hard to garner up a lot of sympathy for fast food employees. Because, like, we all know, right, they deal with crap. But then we go there and they, like, mess up. And don't give us ketchup, and then most of us, most of us are like, how hard is your job? Silver lining. You get sympathy for him because you're like, all right, yeah, all right, I need to be nicer. I definitely need to be nicer to him. Yeah. Silver lining. That lady learned that 9 a.m. is not Whopper time. I mean, (laughs) sometimes, sometimes you have to serve as a lesson to other people. And you know what? Thank you. Thank you for teaching us all. You can't get a Whopper at 9 a.m., lady. Glad I didn't have to serve as a lesson this time. Silver lining. I may or may not have heard from a little birdie, despite the VFX morning show's little uh, turf war we got going on with one of these fast food places that these stories may have given one of them another chance. It was producer butters. Yeah. Uh, Silver lining. People around these people now know that they are trash humans. (laughs) 
They probably had a little bit of like inkling. Hey, you know what? Maybe, just maybe. And now it's like, oh, nope, confirmed. Silver lining. Those people in line at the Burger King with the lady shouting at 9 a.m. didn't need their coffee anymore because they Ugh. witnessed an assault at 9 in the morning. Jeez. Yeah, okay. nothing gets nothing gets your blood pumping. I don't need that caffeine anymore. Nope. Nothing gets you woken up like watching a stranger beat an employee over a burger. <laughs> what? I don't understand people. I Y'all, don't either. I don't get it. That's why we have the challenge of silver linings. Good luck trying to get your Whopper this morning Ugh. on VFX. <laughs> hey, speaking of food, so there's this there's this common marketing tactic that comes out. I think specifically with candy or sweets and sodas. And it's, there's some that are coming out. I'm going to tell you about here in a little bit this year. And I, I, I feel like they just they don't work anymore. They're old. They're, we've moved past them. I asked the poll today. We'll see what they say. All after St. John, what new flavors, quote unquote, are coming. Yep. So it was announced that uh, I think Mountain Dew is going to have a mystery flavor. Yes. For this upcoming Halloween. Surprise, I guess. And, you know, initially I was like, oh, interesting. And then I thought about it. AJ McCloud VFX. Granted. Take a grain of salt because I don't drink Mountain Dew. But anything, I was like, yeah, I don't care. And I think that the, I think the mystery flavor appeal and marketability, marketability, it just doesn't work anymore. Like, do you really care what the mystery flavor is? No. Like, figuring it out? Here's something I think is really interesting, psychologically speaking. Hit me. Break me down. Initially, when like mystery flavored everything came out, right. everybody was so intrigued with it. Like yeah. it was the coolest thing in the entire world. I will not deny that it worked once upon a time. Things as they have progressed, though, we are a very curious creature as humankind are very curious in general. Right. And now, thanks to Vine, really, that started it all off, shortened people's attention span to Three to six seconds, basically. And Twitter. And so now if you can't figure it out within three to six seconds, they don't care. And I think that's the case with mystery because people are like, meh. I'm really not that intrigued. I think you just wait and see if someone close to you, if you see you stumble across something that's like mystery flavor is strawberry bananas. And you're like, you know what? I'll try that. But no one, I don't think anyone's rushing out and thinking to themselves like, I got to be the first food. You know, and if they, no, if they said mystery flavor could be these Three flavors, basically. It would be different. Like if it were like, it could be choices. Yeah, it could okay. be strawberry banana. It could be like a blue raspberry. It could be like a now, you know fizzle fazzle. You know what I, I think know. does work? And we'll look at the poll today to see what the, everyone says about mystery flavors. Oh. Well, that, yes. But I was going to say, what was what Americans do love to do is vote for stupid stuff. Yep. So if you were to say, here's these three flavors, figure out which one you yeah, like the best, you're going to get more works. success with it. I do it. think that totally. works. Totally. So, okay, mystery flavored. McCall agrees with me, kind of run its course. Palmer Home Furnishing Poll today. Does a mystery flavor of your favorite brand of soda or candy make you want to try it? 66% of people said, 67%, excuse me, just went up, of people said, meh. Yeah. Not an incentive anymore. No. It's just. That's really unfortunate, you know? Like, I know a lot of people maybe are listening and like thinking, hey, you know, this is my my absolute favorite thing. Like, how how sad is it that things have changed so much that blah blah whatever? But really, I think that- I, I think what you do is you got to come up with the unusual flavors. Like yeah. yesterday, someone shared a memory, and it was black Doritos that Japan released yeah, for Halloween. Yeah, that's right. And they were garlic to repel vampires. I was uh-huh. like, you know what? I kind of want to try totally those. That's totally cool. Like, if they were to do something like Tangelo or like Tangelo is so good. Yeah, or uh, I don't know, just random. 
combinations of flavors. And we're not talking like, I don't want hot dog flavored stuff, okay? Stop with the hot dog flavored stuff. So you're not interested in this new candy corn that's turkey flavored then? What? Are are you joking? No. That's disgusting. I'm absolutely not kidding. No. I mean, candy corn as a whole is terrible. No, so it's yes, not, but try, okay. There's no way to improve it anyway. So yeah, but yeah, turkey flavored. That's disgusting. So you can have, so you can, and you can make your uh, uh, family members vomit for not only Halloween, but also Thanksgiving. Oh my gosh. That's disgusting. I agree. Oh. See, so Mountain Dew and eh, Mystery Flavor, get it out of here. Mm-hmm. Candy corn, just go away forever. Do like the the uh, chalk hearts and just disappear for a while. I love chalk hearts. They suck. They're the best. We have got another chance for people to win tomorrow, McCall. What? Some people may have heard of it. It's called uh, Park Narks. What? Utah's VFX, all social media that includes Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, and YouTube. And don't forget, if you uh, like and follow our social media, that gets you entered in for the Serenoni Blanket giveaway that we've got coming up. All you have to do is follow us on social media, and if you do, you're entered in. It's really that simple. We do a drawing out of everyone that likes Paige, pull a name in, boom, Serenoni Blanket. AJ and McCall on VFX Park Narks. Now, McCall, I have a question for you. Like, So obviously, we each week we... Normally, I have you do it. Right. We guess, kind of predict who we think will win Park Narks. But do you ever feel compelled to take a picture for Park Narks? Not that we can get entered in, but like I'm, I'm much more aware of it now that we do this. Like I go out and notice it. Like I was out to eat last night, and right. there were some bad parking spots. But I never, I never feel compelled to take the picture. I don't either. Um, Dustin will point out parking spots. Like, hey, look how terrible that one is. Every once in a while. Okay. More cognizant of it. Yeah, I get I get messages from people sometimes that are like, "Hey, check this out." I do that, and I'm no, like, "That sucks." Funnel right to VFX. Yep. Nominees this week for Park Narks. Nominee one, red equals four. It's a, uh, I like, I can only think they had to have done this on purpose. There's no way you accidentally mess this up. You had to purposely do this and think, eh, "No one's here. I could take four spots." Which is the type of attitude that's wrong in this country, by the way. 100%. Ask not what your parking lot can do for you. Ask what you can do for your parking lot. JFK. And then nominee number two, four wheels, four spots. That's math, 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 math. So there's four spots taken up at both. The problem with the second one is the first one looks empty. The second parking lot does it. And they're also next to a cart stall, which frankly is risk in its own right. Like who in their right mind is like, you know, I'm going to get as close to the park stall as I can. Yeah. Cart stall, sorry. Whatever, it's fine. Like you're just Card asking. You're just asking, and maybe I'm maybe, gonna get door dinged. Maybe just maybe this is. We can also make some conclusions that this is the person who doesn't put the carts back, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, the cart stall is actually the safest because I'm not gonna put it back there anyway. Yeah, Ugh, makes me mad. Put your carts back, park correctly. It's not hard. Period. Tomorrow being Friday means we're gonna find out the conclusion of Park Narks. Who's gonna win? And McCall, at the beginning of the week, you said. Uh, I said I think it was going to be number one. You said one. I think so. Her yeah. vote does not count, but we like to get the prediction on record. You vote, though. Utah's VFX is pinned to the top of our Facebook page. The winning narker is going to get an Apple Spice gift card. Now, when we asked people, McCall, what their minor annoyance was, uh-huh. a lot of people said that they had road rage. That was their minor <laughs> annoyance. comes up a lot. No. Okay, so what if you had road rage, but you could alleviate it with a million dollars? Okay. Am I the only one that thinks 
Sometimes it seems like the way that four-way uh, stoplights uh, change is they, they make you stop. You're there. You're waiting. You're waiting. You're waiting. It's green the other way. No one's coming. And then the second a car comes, the light goes, okay, red light for them. Now you can go. Like, I feel like I see that all the time, especially in the morning coming to work. Yeah. AJ and McCall on VFX. So that's going to be so frustrating because, one, you're sitting there and you're like, all right, nobody's coming. Just flip real fast. I'll just go. And you can just, like, for 10 seconds. Yep. You can even go, like, green, yellow, red real fast. I'll be good. But for some reason, then the other car comes like, you know what? Now's the time to switch to red. Stop. I don't understand it. Anyway, road rage comes up a lot. People, when we ask what is the petty thing that makes them angry, what's your pet peeve, It's there's always a few people at least that say it's something to do with driving. Now, I can't fix your road rage. Right. But if we offered you a million dollars, would you be able to tolerate it? Because the question today, totally. McCall, is would you take a million dollars of meant for the rest of your life you're getting stuck at every red light? You're never catching you're never catching a yellow and thinking, ah, I just made it. You're never getting a couple greens and going like, oh, yeah, it's great. I'm making good time. No. Red the whole way. But you get a million dollars. That's fine. Are you doing it? Mm-hmm. I am too. If I knew up front that that was what was going to happen, then it's fine. <laughs> I mean, you just, you plan accordingly. Yeah. Just never drive on Main Street again. Yeah. Ever. Fairly simple, really. Oh, I absolutely am taking it. I mean, I, I mean. You it, catch most red lights anyway. I mean, especially <laughs> if you're in Logan, it doesn't yeah. matter. You go down Main Street and it's like, it doesn't matter if you catch a red light. You're going to be waiting forever because the lights will all be green and everybody is still stopped. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah, like turning onto Main Street is such a nightmare. It's a joke. All the traffic comes through, and then it's you got to try and squeeze out there before the next wave comes. I'm doing it. I think I can tolerate it. Uh, you're just going to have to learn the back roads. You just roll with some stop signs and then hope that your city starts investing in some roundabouts instead. Bring on the roundabouts. You ain't getting stopped there. You just got to yield. Yield everybody is what you got to do. Yep. For those who don't know how to use them. I'm, I think so. I'm actually going to be surprised if someone turns it down because who's not taking the million dollars? Because if push comes to shove, really, you're not even talking about really anything more than a minor inconvenience. Correct. You're just going to be slightly later. It's not like you're like have an actual challenge to face. Right. Just patience. You just have it's to not have like, that. It's not like you have to fight a bear every time there's a red light. For a million dollars, I'm in. Every red light? Yeah. It's like a Chinese fire drill on crack. Yeah, it is. All right. Every red light, you have to get out of your car and you have to fight the bear in a submission. And if you win, you get a million dollars. <laughs> Boom. But joke's on you. You still have to fight a bear every other red light you hit. So. Oh, my God. It's like a life or death Man, situation. you actually make the mistake of going down Main Street. You're fighting like a whole pack of bears. They're Next just thing standing you know, there waiting on- for you. <laughs> Next thing you know, it's on Cash Valley Daily. A lot of bear sightings in Logan this week. For some reason, plenty of bears. Oh, my God. Scattered throughout the valley. That would be the worst. Stoplight on stoplight on stoplight. Seemingly every block, there is a bear. Somewhere, Strange. Somewhere, probably on the Discovery Channel, maybe MTV. Someone heard that and thought, hmm, You know, this isn't a bad idea. A closed course with some bears and red lights. We can make money on that. Heck, David Dobrik just got a new TV show with dodgeball with the closed course, and it looked like looks like redneck dodgeball. We could get redneck bear fighting going. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that's one of those underground leagues nobody talks about in Florida, possibly Texas. <laughs> now we're gonna get an email because we're we're condoning this. I didn't say How I'm for it. I just I'm said there's people it. who think it's a good idea. Totally.
Okay, so that it's putting not, it putting the perspective whatever. that at every red light you don't have to fight a bear. Now you have to take the million dollars. Obviously. Decide for yourself though. Utah's VFX all social media. Now I'm gonna clear the air a little bit. We don't condone redneck bear fighting. But also, producer Butters has this running gag about how I feel about my family, and I just want to clear the air because I think it's a message that a lot more people should keep in mind. Maybe you don't have to enact it, but you should absolutely keep it in mind. So I want to set the record straight. AJ and McCall's debated eight on VFX because producer Butters has this running gag, and I would say it's a gag that I hate my family. Yes, because I give them a bunch of crap all the time. Yes. And it's it's not that. It's two things. One, very sarcastic totally. with my family. But two, I also operate in a way that I don't want to say most people don't because I haven't had enough conversations with it to actually make that an educated answer. Uh-huh. I just feel like it's a more unusual way that I operate with my family. And I say treat my family and friends all the same. And that's... If we're blood related, that does not mean that you get magically more chances to not be a toxic person or a bad influence in my life. The same way with a friend, and I don't know what the magic number is for anyone, but with a friend, I feel like generally people, the attitude, the prevailing attitude is family, it's family, so you kind of have to stick with them through thick and thin. Yeah. My attitude is if you're a garbage human, friend, family, coworker, whatever, I'm done with you. I don't care what the relationship is. You're a bad influence on me. You're a toxic person. I'm not subjected to just stick around with no, you. No, it's not your responsibility. And I, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was just going to say that I feel like I found has worked. And legitimately, this is this is really what gets me is because I've had experiences with family members where something stupid happens. The family member's at fault. And then the rest of the family comes to basically the conclusion. I'm paraphrasing. But, the you know, it's family. So, you know. End of the day, family, family, forgive, blah, 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 blah. And that sickens me. And it's never going to be something I agree with because I have family members who have been abused by other family members and then they, nothing happened for them because because at the end of the day it was family. I'm like, no, that's crap. A terrible person is a terrible person. So I 100% agree with you. I'm like trying to gather my thoughts a little bit right here because I'm going to be honest with you. I got to get a little bit vulnerable in this kind of a situation. So Dustin and I actually had this conversation last night. Okay. And there's been a lot that has happened recently, like with my own family, my own situations, my own life. Um, I'm not saying this for attention. I do not want attention. Do not send me messages and say, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. No. I have recently hit that point in my life of cutting people off. Right. I have officially made the decision as of last night that I will not be talking to one person for the rest of my life. That is the end of the situation. I got to be honest, it is hard and I may cry, but this is like one of the toughest decisions that I've ever had to make in my entire life. And I'm devastated, but I can no longer waste this energy on this person. And... I'm like, I'm so grateful because like I had the conversation with Dustin yesterday and he's like, it doesn't matter if they're family. It doesn't matter. He's right. If you're going to continue to do manipulative things or bad things that put other people in terrible situations, they're not worthy of your time. I agree because the answer family is family to me is actually hypocritical and oxymoronic because the reason it's family, the reason that their foundation of family is family is you should support them because they're family. But what you're seeing 
from my examples and what Call's talking about, it's the opposite. So you're supporting them through all the crap they're doing, yeah. but it's destroying you. Yeah. So it's an oxymoronic statement that if the answer is family is family and that's why you need to forgive some stupid thing... Depending on what the stupid thing is, it does. We're not. We're I'm not saying. Oh no, they they took a cup. We're talking bigger things. We're not no, talking like. Oh, they borrowed like, my cup. I, I'll give Doesn't you matter. I'm, I'm happy to talk about mine because I've been excommunicated from the family and and all this stuff, and I'm good with it. So, for instance, what I've witnessed in one of my sides of the family is that a part of the family be excommunicated, generally in my opinion, for something stupid, and then they're gone, and the family will talk bad about them, and right. then the next time you come around the family, that. Party A that was excommunicated comes back, and then a different party. Party B is excommunicated. Now, you would think Party A could commiserate, have sympathy, be like, hey, this is not the way we should operate. But then because they're back in the good graces, they're with everyone trash-talking Party B. Right. And with family members that I disconnected from, when I was when they weren't disconnected and I was disagreeing, family was hitting me up constantly. Oh, it's family. You got to forgive them. Blah, no. blah, 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 blah. No. Then magically that party gets the one that I had a problem with gets kicked out for a little bit. And they're all like, yeah, well, we've always known. They are always like that. They're difficult. And I'm like, where was that when I had the problem? All right. of a sudden the group has a problem and then they come back and guess what? Everything's hunky dory. That doesn't work for me. You know, I think that there's a lot to be said about forgiveness. And I think there's a lot to be said about understanding and and putting forth love and 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 hope for that person to have a better future but there comes a point where you can no longer put your energy into it it gets exhausting and you can't make other people change no you can't force them to and the the bottom line is and this is the word that i would use you need to be selfish and a little bit there's a negative connotation with that word but the bottom line is if you can't take care of yourself, what are you going to do? Hopefully you have people around that can help you prop up. Yeah. But if you are destroying yourself for the sake of other people, some point the rug's going to fall out and gone. Yeah. And we're actually going to get into that. Uh, but yes, when, I guess the question is, when is the cutoff for you? Of What experience have you had? I, I've gotten into mine. McCall's calls experiences now. 68255, the number to text. Start your text with VFX. And actually, a story going around about family trying to find a way to deal with a problem, family member. Yeah. Debate date with AJ McCall on VFX. Uh, we have Lindsay on the phone. We want to jump in on the cutoff with family thing. And Lindsay, what do you think about the philosophy? Just very simply, whether it's family or not, you treat all people the same. You get chances, but just because you're related in a different way doesn't mean you get more chances. I think that's totally fair. True or false? Yes. That's true, and I have been drugged through the mud so many times when it comes to family. I've actually, when we moved home, we were living with a lot of family, and we've kicked all of them out pretty much. So now it's just uh, my my little family, my husband, my son, and myself, and my mom. So, I mean, <laughs> burn me ten times, I'm done, <laughs> at least. That would seem like enough chances. I think most I think people so. would be like, you know what? All right, she gave him a, a legitimate try. Yeah, that's more than enough, especially when I'm paying for the mortgage, the bills, the food, and everything else. You know, it's like, you know what? And it's not even the fact that I turn my back on them. It's don't freaking lie to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't lie. I feel that. I mean, I think that's really what falls down to at the end of the fun. I mean, that and like I said at the beginning of the debate today, it's the... 
demand to cover for constant big mistakes. Let's oh, yeah. make it very clear. We were speaking in generals, but I think it's applicable. I think most people can understand what you're talking about when it's big mistakes. Lying, taking advantage, spreading false things, yeah. talking behind your back and bad-mouthing you to the rest of the family. Stuff like that again and again and again. Yep. We're not talking like, oh, no, they happen to take... My favorite cup. My favorite cup or my cereal. I lost a cousin over that. <laughs> they didn't go anywhere. I just, I don't talk to them ever again. Oh my gosh. I'm kidding. Yeah. That's not big, the kind of, that's not the kind things. of situation we're talking about. No. So on the subject of dealing with problems, there's a story that's gone viral down in Florida. There was, now let's get the important part of the way. There was an eight year old kid who apparently punched his teacher in the chest. That is not a good thing. No. What happened is the parents decided to try and scare the kids straight, so the cops arrested him and took him down, and like they did like all the things. They put handcuffs on him. They told him he was going to jail. They did all of that stuff. And so it's gone viral because people are upset about it. I was in a much less but similar situation as a kid. I caused issues for a parent, and I don't think they were big issues. I didn't... I, have viol- I just didn't deal with my emotions well. I acted out, but I don't really ever destroy anything. Definitely didn't get into fights. It was just kind of a pain in the butt. Yeah. And one day a parent decided that they were going to scare streets. So they, they had set up an appointment. I think this is actually a lie. But we're supposed to go to one of those detention centers. Not, right. Not a jail, but like one of those, I think, juvie centers. Type, and I was yeah. supposed to go through the whole thing. And they told me that. And they described it to me. And I apologized. And then... Nothing changed because, you know, I was just being a kid. Kids right. are kind of obnoxious sometimes. Right. But I was like, it's kind of traumatic. And I thought back and I've thought about it a lot. And I was like, that's pretty ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, what do you think before we get to some of the comments? The scared straight thing. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. I really don't think that it's the right move. I don't. I what? am not in that position, though. I I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. I don't think that would ever be a tactic. I don't have children. So, I don't know that I plan on ever having children. Jerry Lynn might have put the comments in to help you to crystallize your thoughts. That She said two things wrong with this. One, law enforcement officers Agreed. have better things to do. Agreed. Discipline should fall on the parents. Correct. Said the I kids, agree. So now the kid also knows it was a fake arrest and fake consequence for his actions. Yeah, he might have got scared for a little bit, but did he really learn anything? No. Odds are this will turn out to be a funny story for him to laugh sure. about with his friends and the behavior will not change. Here's Here's the... The way I feel about this, you are to teach your children to, I want to say more more so to love, to be more willing to have conversations with you. And this is a position that you would end up getting into where your child will probably no longer trust you. And if you get to a position where your child no longer trusts you, you, you have now, you have now, um, Put up barriers that do not need to be there. Your child is supposed to be able to confide in you. Your child is supposed to be able to tell you whatever is going on. And if you end up resorting to something along these lines, your kid is not going to want to come and speak with you about little situations. And that leads to bigger problems in all aspects of life. So I I do not agree with the way that this, this mom handled the situation. Maybe she thought it was funny. But the amount of of weight that is going to be put on her now because of this, I I I don't agree. 
Yeah, I don't either. I, I mean, Courtney posted said there needs to be real consequences for his actions, and I think that's what it is. I think Geraldine nailed it on the head because mm-hmm. I think back to some of the stuff. Like my mom was always a big threatener as a kid, and eventually, as a kid, you kind of pick it up, and you know, you you don't push the line once the threat's out there because you don't want to push them into the real thing. But then you start realizing they're hollow threats. They're hollow threats, and then you're like, all right, whatever. So then you figure out where the lines are. Yep. I think that's really kind of what kids do it's a, from it's my own experience you kind of find where the lines are it is what it is that's how that's exactly how it goes kids are smart like your your children are surprise humans they have functioning brains you can have a conversation with them it doesn't have to be adult conversation but you do not have to speak to them as if they are your your soldier or your you know just just something that is lesser than you they are a being they are a human period yeah i i don't i i'm, I'm not behind the the scared straight my no. experience was nowhere near what this it. kids was and don't be wrong the kid deserves punishment and yeah. probably needs to be uh, there should be a larger action i think than I general agree. punishment punching his teacher in the chest yeah I, i'm not on board no you can actually read the story it's on our facebook and twitter utah's vfx now been dealing with the uh, some serious things, the scared straight, the cutting off a family. It's tough. There's no denying that. And sometimes that comes out in less than ideal coping mechanisms. Right, McCall? Yeah. Right, McCall? Uh-huh. Right, McCall? Uh-huh. Paul Stop D. it. AJ and McCall at VFX, coping mechanism, maybe mm-hmm. listening to music. Maybe you just need to dance, rage punch the fury out. Yeah. You put on some heavy metal or something and do that. And I'm kind of <laughs> curious, McCall, with you dealing with the situation, because I know with yeah. my family, yeah. there are definitely consequences. That was in the debated aid of cutting off family members. Right. Um, but I'm kind of curious as to what your coping mechanisms have been, because I recently, not cutting off family, but didn't deal with stress and anxiety well, and I got an ulcer. So I'm not really, I'm not doing so hot in 2020 when it comes you know, to dealing with stuff. You know stuff. what? That's not great. That's not great. Yeah. Um. I think I have like an unhealthy coping mechanism of like humor. Ah, like I have no idea. Shut what up. That is Whatever. like can't even get through it with a straight face. I know. I was smiling I know, the whole time. I know. Um, I'll as either... I told McCall the other day, I'm a I'm a optimist parading as a cynic. Correct. I have like I feel like there are three different routes that I will go. I will one. Oops. <laughs> What did you do? Punch things? I did this, and then you said one, and then I put two you fingers down. You flipped me off? How <laughs> dare not. you? So I will I will number one. Coping mechanism, sorry. <laughs> I will number one, like watch shows, eat food, and like lay in bed all day classic. long. And do nothing. It's a classic tactic. Number two, I will turn on... I don't know. It depends on it depends on the day. Sometimes it's heavy metal. Sometimes it's rap. Sometimes Music, it's classic. it's Fleetwood Mac. Sometimes it's classic country. There's no in between. I have I I listen to everything and like deep clean my house. I'm on board. Eh, that not I so like much. anxiously deep clean. It's like I'll break out like toothbrushes and like scrub things. Like I get I get really like I was still on board compulsive deep. with that. Then you got to clean and I was out. And then uh, or number three, I will drive. And I will listen Ooh, to music, okay. and I will scream at my steering wheel. Those okay. are my three coping mechanisms, usually. I don't generally yell at the steering wheel, but I I, I have been I known to yell wheels. in the car before. So. I don't I don't yell in the car unless I am like thoroughly upset. Like, 
I like yours. I think those Thank are three you. classics. Add to mine video games because I'll yell at video games. It's just just good to have a non-negative way to let out anger. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you, know, you know, another classic is um, self-medicating. Yeah. I drink a lot of caffeine. That can... Just spiral mine is always, really quickly. Mine is always about caffeination. Like, I will drink, like, if I have a Red Bull in my hand, somebody better ask me what's up. <laughs> well, yeah, because especially her drink of choice would be uh, Rockstar. Usually, unless yeah, it's the coconut I Red Bull, that. because that's delicious. If I have just a normal Red work, Bull in my hand, ask me questions. If I have a Red coconut, again, if I have a coconut Red Bull in my hand, uh, we're good. But a real, like a normal Red Bull, somebody, somebody come see what's up. Uh, I would also add, I think it's very important. And a lot of people, I think, criticize their own writing. But I think it's, it's always been helpful to me to write because I've always found that you can, by writing the stuff that is stuck in your head, that maybe you can't verbalize well or you're not ready to talk about it helps to put it down on paper because symbolically to me it it leaves my system and I know a lot of people are critical of their own writing which I get it doesn't have to be good just get it out very helpful to me so do that that being said I'm kind of looking for like another (laughs) I was gonna suggest the end all be all going the professional way may be the best way to do so and lucky for you I mean, you didn't ask about the ulcer, but hey, that's the negative side effects of not having coping mechanisms. Yeah. Therapy's also something I pursued. Okay. Coping, nervous coping habits, coping habits, ideally, if not self-destructive, I think will get you part of the way. But at the end of the day, McCall, when it comes to cutting off family, may just maybe need something a little bit more professional. A little bit stronger. (laughs) AJ and McCall on VFX. And honestly, I would highly recommend... Therapy in general to uh-huh. everyone. Okay. Because I think there's just this general belief that we all think everything's fine if like nothing's like falling apart right. in front of nothing's us. Nothing's right? like broken down. And don't be wrong, the reason I finally went to therapy is because my whole world was collapsing. Honestly, the bottom line is I fell off the face of the earth. My parents were worried and they thought I was gonna kill myself. And they went wrong, so they sent me to therapy. Right. But they got the help that he needed. I did. But it, in all honesty, I think one of the things that people have a, a big problem not doing, everyone, is self-reflecting. They right. do not do it enough. And it's hard. Producer Butters, I'll use him as a prime example. And he's changed a lot since yeah. Paul and I have worked here. But he said it himself the other day when we took the personality test. He said for him, if someone says something to him, he's not going to listen to him. But taking right. the test, he was more open to it. And we, and we joked about it. We had a breakthrough. He talked about some of the stuff he realized he thinks is our shortcomings. Yep. And I think that's what a therapist does for you because if you're willing to buy in, you're not necessarily going to be like, bunch of crap. Right. So I think a lot of people should, but it sounds like in your situation, McCall, and I know that when I had a huge falling out, which was the start of me cutting off family, that was a big factor in why I was sent to therapy and needed to go to therapy. Right. The biggest things for me, actually, I think the biggest thing in general is you just got to find somebody you... Vibe, vibe with, with so you unequivocally trust them right because i i think i went through about three before i found the one that i liked and i talked to him i went through it for about a year uh-huh because i think it's already tough enough as it is so if you don't feel like you vibe with them you're not going to be right. open and if you're not going to be open then, then you're you not going to not well may as well not go yeah you're not going to yeah. talk to them nor are you probably going to take in what they have to say to you right that would be my biggest advice you know like last night i ended up 
Making a couple of phone calls, seeing insurance-wise what was covered, what wasn't covered, et cetera, right. et cetera. Right. Doing a little bit of research, and then I ended up like putting my phone down because I was like, I can't right now. And so then I ended up watching like the, the cooking channel and eating mac and cheese. So See, and that's what's so interesting about it because my dad and I talk about this a lot because after I went to therapy, he had some falling out with his family, and right. he ended up going and still stays in somewhat regular contact with the therapist that both him and I used. Uh-huh. And him and I have talked about it, and I was telling him about, in radio specifically, it's become something that's become more common. Yeah. But I said, I, I think it's become less taboo, but the issue is is that it's still not completely untaboo. Right. And so, like, I don't know that you're going to find a ton of referrals. I know. Is that's what I mean. That's kind of like my, that's kind of where I'm sitting right now is like just trying to find somebody that I'm like. I think I could vibe well with this person or I, I would like to work with this individual. I don't know. There's there's a lot to, to get into. And again, like this isn't something that I have really looked into further than, you know, maybe I should look into like going to therapy. You know, maybe maybe I could maybe I could benefit from it. And I that's as far as I've gotten, basically. And it's like I don't necessarily want to travel anywhere. Like I know that there are a couple of people that like my mom's worked with that are really good, but I, again, don't want to really travel. I would prefer to stay like within the Valley. And so now it's like, well, now there's a whole other, yeah. whatever. It's a whole again, thing. I would recommend it for anybody because what it did for me and I, again, my world was falling apart. So right. I absolutely needed it. But what it did for me is you give, you have a person you trust that you can share with. So it's good to get it out in a safe space. They can help you sort through it because at that point, for me, like my mind just wasn't working. And on top of that, uh, Jason was named my therapist. I feel like also instilled me with the thought practices and exercises that allowed like other stuff, minor things. You just, you didn't deal with, you could deal with it much better. You, you were put in a position right. to handle things in a much better way. So I highly recommend it. And it went well for me. And I've written about it. You can actually find uh, AJ's blog is on utahsvfx.com. I've written about it. I've written about my black book, which right. was my. Fill in therapist though I found therapy and it was bad. I don't I don't look at that book. I have it to remind me the bottom of the bottom. I don't look at it anymore. But I recommend it. AJ McCall on VFX. Um along the same lines, uh Howie Mandel, a lot of people have uh, are worried about him right. because of his his OCD seemingly has gotten bad and I think understandably his pandemic has been awful for everyone. But uh there's one thing he admitted to that all of a sudden has kind of red flags going off for people. Howie Mandel came out and said that uh, to lock the door, it could take him upwards of an hour before he's finally comfortable with it because of his OCD. Yeah. Which, I mean, again, pandemic, I think, is going to play with a lot of people, especially if you can, he's he's uh, admitted to being a germaphobe. Now yep. you get a global pandemic going on. Yep. And it, it just makes me think. So I, I don't want to. I'm not making. I don't want to make light of his situation. It's no, something of course he's not. dealing of course with. Not. But I think it's a prime example of how, as we've been talking this hour. Yeah. AJ McCaw at VFX. We talked about coping habits, cutting up family, all that therapy and stuff. How like he has been diagnosed with OCD, so he knows what to recognize. But I think there's things like stuff along the lines that maybe you didn't notice right that actually when you go back like that's what it was for me in therapy there was ways that I was insecure about a lot of stuff and once you go through therapy and start unraveling the stuff with my family you right just to realize like a lot of more stuff is connected than I think people think yeah well that's that's one thing 
because I think he probably keeps himself pretty busy, busy majority of the time. Obviously, right now, things are different. Right. He is not filming 15,000 shows. He is not judging on XYZ shows. Like, he is, he is not keeping as occupied as normal. Definitely not. As I'm saying, I think it's people are concerned about him, and it's just yeah. because I think that, that the best way to not be in your head about OCD, from what I've seen, I don't, I don't know, I'm, but it seems like keeping busy is a way that they're able to stay focused on tasks to kind of not let the OCD get the best of them. But I think it's it's definitely connected because I, I think when you talked about your coping mechanisms, listening to music, mm-hmm. uh, cleaning, uh, working out, all that stuff, I think they're classics. And I, none of those, I don't feel like to me, are bad things. But it may it it just reminded me of like small things along the way that may not look bad, and then you start to realize how they're connected, mm-hmm. like how you deal with people, how do you have respond right. in a conversation, right? Um, it's uh, something that I came to realize, and like I said, that's why I think I recommend therapy for a lot of people. I think there's ways that you will think about things differently that let you deal with small things in a much better way. I felt like after I dealt with therapy, I had a much less just general issues in life because after being instilled with, okay, I went through all this big stuff, let's go through the same process personally, and you didn't need the professional anymore necessarily. So just want to send some good wishes to Howie Mandel because he's a sweetheart. Yeah. Uh, now seems like a good time to share that he's part of an inside joke. Uh, he knows sign language and clapping in sign language yes. you wave your hands back you and wave forth back and forth exactly in the vfx studio because of producer butters it's actually sarcastic clapping yeah but it's all because of howie mandel so thanks bro maybe mccall maybe just maybe i know in the pandemic it's a little bit tough maybe maybe traveling maybe getting away is something a lot more people need to do to deal with some of this stuff and i can hook you up in like 90s nostalgia galore oh heck for yeah like four bucks a night not me personally, but I, I, can, oh, okay. I can recommend where you should go. Now, McCall, we're talking about coping mechanisms, therapy, sometimes getting away. I yeah. wouldn't suggest retail therapy. I think McCall tried that once upon I did. a time. I did. Um, it didn't help. Um, I couldn't. I wasn't sure. I didn't want to. I wouldn't want to speak out of price. terms. Okay, price that's what pay. I thought. Or I don't. I would not recommend that. So Sitting try, in nature may be a better option. So you you got to stay within your financial means, and got I it. can help you out because there's an Airbnb that is only four dollars a night. That's cheap. The last cheap, cheap, cheap. blockbuster in the world turned itself into an Airbnb starting next month. Three families can stay overnight in the Bend, Oregon, which so it's so, not even that far away. No, so three families are going to be staying there. Or are they just allowing three families think, like over the course of the Airbnb opening? Because I feel like there is a very high, high, um, there's I going to be a high they demand have, for They it. have space for three totals, I think what it is. Oh, okay. That makes uh, sense. So as Got of it. next month, only people that live in the general vicinity of the bin can go. But I'm assuming as we get through the pandemic. Well, that's stupid. Oh, but I know, right? I must be honest. I must be honest. The people that live in Bend, Oregon... They have seen the blockbuster <laughs> there. They have been to it and it's, a plenty of times. And they had to switch businesses, so clearly they ain't treated very Correct. well. Correct. And they're not like, oh, wow, I love this, because otherwise their blockbuster would stay in business. <laughs> they don't care. Okay? Says Let owners, me come stay. The owners are basically renting out for free on Airbnb for three nights next month. They're charging. Oh, so it's three for nights. So one family night for three nights. Four bucks a night, which is what they charge to rent one movie. 
Uh, there's a in it. It's a '90s living room, basically. Non-widescreen TV, VCR, beanbag chair, and pull-out couch, plus candy and snacks. Crushing it. That was my favorite part of going to Blockbuster. Was the candy? <laughs> sure, the movie was cool, but like the candy, ideal. <laughs> so I guess they said it's really just to say thanks. Because the community's gone out of its way to rent movies from them and keep them in business. Okay. So this is their fun way to say thanks. Okay. I retract my statement. I retract my snarky comment. It's the only <laughs> time that will ever happen. <laughs> I just hope. I think it would I think it would work. Like, just for I the do. nostalgia's sake, I think I would pay more than $4. So if they, like, up the price later, I think I would stay just for the fun of it at some point. Yeah. I'd be in. I agree. It. So. That'd be cool. The lack the last blockbuster. I, I tell you, man, you want to throw back Friday nights back in the day, like when I was in middle school. Oh, yeah. Same thing with, with my mom because she lived out of town, so she'd pick us up. We'd pick up pizza. Yep. We'd go to the local video star, which was just called, I think, Video video Rental, I think is what yep. the name of it was. My brother and I would each get to pick out a movie for the weekend, and that was our Friday night. We'd have pizza and watch movies, and then we'd take the movies back Sunday when my dad picked me up. It was awesome. So cool. The best. Yep. Oh, it was lit. A simpler time, McCall. A simpler oh. time. Oh, yes. All right. Apparently, McCall's got some kind of surprise for us for VFX's <laughs> Facebook roulette. I deleted mine. Just kidding. I'm all scrolling right. through right so now. So what I heard was- I'm just about to. Only because... find AJ Knight on all social media. Yes. All right. <laughs> we pick a post to make it the last one, but we still compete because McCall and I each pick one. AJ Knight, McCall <laughs> Taylor, add us on Facebook, and the best one gets on VFX. So, McCall, what do you have to compete today? I'm picking a post from my friend Paige. And Paige shared a pamphlet picture that says, we will continue having meetings until we find out why no work is getting done. (laughs) (laughs) I crushed it. I (laughs) picked a post from my friend David. It says, uh, it's a... Screen cap of an article. It says U.S. children speaking in British accents because of Peppa Pig. Then it's a picture of the United States with the Union Jack over it. And then underneath it says, the Empire Strikes Back. Oh, no. <laughs> you can win. Yay. <laughs> the AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor, add us across all social media. Utah's VFX across all social media as well. Um. Utah'sVFX.com is the podcast Correct. and the content and the links to everything, or you can search for AJ and McCall anywhere podcasts are. You know, it's been kind of a heavy. It's been a heavy week, my week, dude. Week and a half. Yeah, it has. So, just a quick reminder: uh, if you need to talk to somebody, definitely do that. Correct. And um, find good channels to vent yes. and and cope in. And in the world's words of RuPaul, if you can't love yourself, how in the hell are you going to love anybody else? Also valid. So until tomorrow for the AJ and McCall show. Please don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX.